Welcome to the Florida Travel Podcast, episode 74 about springs in North Florida. The Florida Travel Pod is a podcast to help Florida residents and visitors get more out of the Sunshine State. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. And this week we are sponsored by AXA Travel Insurance. AXA Travel Insurance is the number one travel insurance brand for 10 consecutive years. We've mentioned how important travel insurance is, and it's not just for flights overseas. You can use travel insurance domestically to help with baggage loss, cancellations, trip interruptions, emergency medical or evacuations, and so much more. Get your no-obligation quote by visiting floridatravelpod.com slash AXA. All right, we're back to the springs. Are you excited? I'm excited. I am. I'm very excited. All right. Well, before we talk about springs in North Florida, I have a travel tip of the week for you. You ready for it? I am. Okay. So this is one that I did recently on a trip, and it is to take pictures of your luggage and clothes, if, especially if you're flying. Well, really, only if you're flying. If you lose your luggage and clothes when you're driving, that's on you. Um, <laughs> But if your bag gets lost, it's going to help you document what you might need for reimbursement to the travel insurance or, you know, do something like use a packing list and write in all of the items. Um, I had a couple of issues with airlines uh, damaging luggage as well. And that's another thing to say, hey, this is what it looked like before we left. And now this is what it looks like. Exactly. And that's the nice thing about taking these pictures on your phone. It's dated. So they can't say, oh, well, you took that picture, you know, right. months or years ago. No, I took it yesterday. So speaking of luggage and packing and everything, don't forget your sunscreen pack your sunscreen. Take yep. pictures of that too, because that stuff can, you explode. know, it, it can explode <laughs> for sure. It's not what I was thinking. Ever had that happen? Well, no. And also, I mean, you can't pack big sunscreens when you're, when you're traveling. Well, you can if you know, it's checked. Air, well, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this week we are going to check out some of the springs up in North Florida. And I feel like I still need to preface and I've probably prefaced this on every one of these episodes where we're talking about something like state parks or springs. There are tons and tons of state parks and springs. So don't take our word that this is the only place to visit. These are not the only springs. They're just ones that we particularly found interesting and wanted to tell you about and are encouraging you to dive a little deeper into the area to see what springs are there. There are so many springs and I feel like I, I think you mentioned this on one of our episodes that the North Florida area, like the Panhandle mm -hmm. and so anything north of Ocala is, yeah, concentrated. Yeah. That's a good word for that. It is because you can find springs like every, I'm not going to say few miles, but you know, that's what it feels <laughs> I, like. I think you're, you're right though. I really like, do. <laughs> it's like every time you're driving down the road, you see that little brown sign and you're like, oh, another spring. Oh, another spring on the other side of the road. There's a, there's neighboring springs. So we're going to start off in, well, we're all in North Florida today, but <laughs> yes. it's kind of all over a little bit. Um, it's North Florida. This is Northwest Florida. It's called Williston. Okay. It's called, okay, this I've read about and I've seen pictures of, and I haven't gone, and I'll tell you why in a second, but this is Devil's Den Prehistoric Springs. I mean, that sounds enticing. Yeah, so the area... With the question mark? <laughs> right, right. Well, I, I have reason for ha not having gone, but... Okay. Um, we had an episode about the um, our fossils episode, and yes. we talked a lot about the, the history, the 
fossils that are in that area. So this is why this is the prehistoric springs because of the area that it is. It's uh, there's a lot of fossils that can be found up there and, and it's been proven to be a prehistoric area. So this is northwest of Gainesville and Devil's Den is an underground spring that's inside of a dry cave. So it's exactly what it sounds like. You're in a cave, you know, stalactites, stalagmites, whatever, coming down, going up <laughs> from the ground. And and there's a spring in there. Um, okay, what I don't understand, and I'm looking at the pictures, but I don't understand. It's a spring, which means it's water. What, what does it mean by a dry cave? Um, because I believe there's water. It's It's like under the water, but it's... Uh, it, the top of the cave comes up above the water. So it's underwater, but it's a cave. And so it's a dry cave, meaning it's not flooded with water. It's not going to get water in it. So, oh, yeah. okay. So because it's a spring fed, we're not talking about flooding right. or the water level. That's the word flooding. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Not going to fill with water. It's an open cave that won't fill with water. This is really gorgeous. I'm looking at the picture and it is, it's like this you know, like you've said with, with springs before, kind of this hole in the ground, swimming hole filled with water. And there are steps down and you've got this beautiful opening above you filled with sunshine and um, tangles of vines coming down. It's so exotic. Is It's extremely unique in in the realm of springs. I think it's, it's very cool that it has the steps down to a dock and then there's some platforms that surround the dock. It is about at maximum depth, 54 feet deep. That's quite a bit. So now this brings me to why I haven't been there. Um, you can only you can scuba dive and snorkel in there. So you have to be scuba certified, I believe. Okay. <laughs> um, you scuba, you snorkel, you can't be under the age uh, have to, of 18. I just did yeah. just see that. Or you have to have a parent or guardian waiver. So uh, you, I think you actually have to have the parent or guardian with you. Yes, that yeah. too. That's, yeah, that's what I meant. And under a certain age are not allowed at all. I just don't remember what the age is. Um, so that's something that you do as an adult by yourself, uh, not with any, you know, not with your children, probably. It's also very deep. There's not a great place for them to sort of hang out. Um, right, because you're taking those steps down there. And it's funny, you talked about scuba. I went to their, their Facebook page and there is someone on there that said it's even where she was certified yeah. to scuba. So yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool too. Yes, yeah, so you and I actually I believe to scuba you have to be certified there. It's part one of their requirements is you if you're gonna if you're scuba, if you're going scubaing. Right. Um so but because it's so deep, there's so much down there. You know, it's not just like, oh, I'm gonna swim around the surface. You go down Fascinating. deep. Fascinating. Yeah. Fascinating. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. So very worth a visit. Um I I, I haven't I'm certified to scuba dive. I haven't scuba dived that's not scuba dove scuba dove i don't know <laughs> i haven't been in a long time scuba dived that's i think that's right also i don't i don't prefer diving in springs because i get too cold and when you get cold you can't stay down you have to come back up <laughs> yes. so i'm not a fan of that one but yeah this is a this is a really unique place and i know i knew i was going to talk about this one a lot so sorry i talked too long but it is <laughs> <laughs> it is what? um yeah this has so the cave is home to many extinct animal fossils that go back to the, I'm going to say this, Pleistocene age. That's right. 
which are um, in the museum. We talked about the University of Florida's Museum of Natural History. So some of that has been found at, you know, that particular spring. That's, that's really cool. And we talked about our fast, our fossil hunting episode. It was back on episode 60 in April. So I think this is a great tie into that. But I mean, it's so deep. So of course, you're going to find some great fossils there. But yep. I can see why you have to be scuba certified. Yeah, it's 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 a really cool place. So check that one out if you are scuba certified and really enjoy the view of a spring and snorkeling. So. Next, we have Fanning Springs. So I learned something in my research of this particular episode because I'd never heard of, and maybe I had, but just didn't realize it. <laughs> it's called uh, the magnitude of a spring. So Fanning okay. Springs produces 65 million gallons of water, making it a second magnitude spring. 65 million gallons. That's daily. Oh, uh, daily. That's not even a year. That's every day. Yeah. So uh, uh, do you know, have you ever heard of a spring's magnitude, how they measure? A I don't know. And I, I mean... I know that the the springs are producing water. I know that they're producing water daily. I know we have things like, you know, spring water uh, bottling companies here and everything. So that's a lot of water. Right. So a spring magnitude is determined by the volume of flow per unit of time. So a first magnitude spring is classified as the largest springs and discharges 64.6 million gallons of water per day or 100 cubic feet per second. So if you've ever been to a spring and you've seen the bubbling up from the bottom, that's what that is. It's okay. the water that's coming from underneath being pushed through. So there's multiple, like hundreds, thousands of places in a spring where you will see that water bubbling up. And that's what that is. So Fanning Springs happens to produce um, a lot, a lot of <laughs> a lot of water. It is a, a beautiful spring. They um, have ancient oaks. Uh, it's 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 on the historic Swanee River, which if you are a spring hunting person and you haven't spring been to it, hunting, yeah, okay, <laughs> it's like waterfall hunting if you're in another state. But so in Fanning Springs, and I just took a look because I was curious where it's at. It's probably directly west of Gainesville, maybe by forty five minutes or so. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like you said, on the Swanee River, right off of um, I nineteen, which we've talked about before as well. Yes, we have. So I mean, of course, you have the typical stuff here with um, p the picnicking and playgrounds, and there's a boardwalk, um, which the cypress. There's cypress there, which Tanya and I have both ha have an affinity to cypress trees. They're so pretty, and because they're they're, I think iconic. Old Florida. Uh, yes, yeah. I would agree. If you're looking for the authentic, the real Florida, as I'm using air quotes here that you cannot see. <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of you doing air quotes. Right? <laughs> but those, yeah, the big cypress trees, they are that iconic look. Uh, and also, I thought it was really cool that they have white-tailed deer here. Really? Yes. Uh, and hawks. There's a lot of animals at, at all these different springs, which we mentioned in one of the previous episodes that just because we're talking about a spring that all has the same, you know, camping, boating, picnicking, hiking, they all have that, but they all have different animals living in their parks, different trees, different birds to see. And each spring is set up just a little bit different. So don't take that as, oh, well, this is just another hiking, biking trail. It's not the same thing. <laughs> okay. So anything else you want to say about Fanning? No, okay. no, I, I'm good. <laughs> Move along. 
This one is called Edward Ball Wakula Springs. It's typically known as Wakula Springs, I believe, but there it's I, full I name. would agree. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's I mean that's even what the website says. So. Right. <laughs> It's notable as the world's largest and deepest freshwater spring. Not Florida's largest, the world's largest. Right. I have to wonder how many places, I never ever thought about it, that there's springs in other places in the world. Well, I mean, there are. There are hot springs, there are cold springs. Obviously, there has to, I mean, we're not unique in that respect, but the world's largest. I have something cool to tell you about this place. Okay. First of all, I, I want to say it's it's rimmed by ancient cypress swamps. So again, cypress, cypress trees. trees. It's what you get up there in the in the springs in the North Florida area is cypress. But this particular one is um, the historic 1930s Spanish style lodge is there with uh, it's got period furniture. It's basically like a little museum to go look at original elevators. Um, colorful painted ceilings that depict wildlife and old Florida scenes in an elegant remnant in old Florida uh, of old Florida. And the ancient cypress swamps are in the backdrop um, of the pictures. However, this is the cool part. Okay. They were the backdrop of old Hollywood movies. Love it. And we have an episode where we talk about places in Florida that were used in films. This one was, this place was used in Tarzan's Secret Treasure in 1941. I love the name. (laughs) The Secret Treasure, right? Yes. And Creature from the Black Lagoon in 1954. How much sense does that make? Well, and how many places were Creature from the Black Lagoon filmed? I mean, we have talked about this a couple of times in, uh, I feel like it's in Marine Land, in Ocala, and then also here. Yep. (laughs) And now Creature of the Black Lagoon. (laughs) Creature of the Black Lagoon. That's a good good episode to make. All the places that Creature from the Black Lagoon was filmed (laughs) in Florida. So I thought that that was a neat one about Wakula Springs. So, yeah. Well, and I just popped onto their site, too. They're a National Historic Landmark. Did you know that? No, I did not. Yeah, what makes or it? National Register of Historic Places. Oh, I bet you it's because of the museum. I'm thinking because it ha- is so old. Yeah. And it has, um, I mean, it, it goes beyond the filming here. But like you said, the 1930s style. Uh, I the, mean, the lodge that's there. Yeah, I think the lodge... Uh, is sort of a um, a museum for you to go in and see. And plus the paintings apparently are really spectacular to look at. And they have the glass bottom boats here too. Yeah. So that's another option is just the activities that are at here, at at here. They're at here. (laughs) Good job. Thanks. Uh, And remember those boats, they're, they're the clear glass bottom boats. Looks like a pontoon boat. It does. It's nice and flat and you can see because the water is so clear uh, in most of these springs. I mean, that's the great thing about the Florida Springs, right? You want some clear water. The springs, because they're being fed underground, uh, they are. They're so clear and clean and you can take a glass bottom boat and see wildlife. They describe this place as uh, a place where visitors can swim where the mastodons once roamed. Yes. And isn't this where I'm going to have to look this up. I feel like this is the place that has um, the giant alligator on display. Unfortunately, not alive anymore. But didn't we? I don't know if that's unfortunate. Well, (laughs) unfortunate for the alligator. Maybe. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is I mean, they do have alligators, but you can see manatees. 
up here as well. I'm going to I'm going to look for the giant alligator. I know there's a story there. And they have geology here too. Of course. Yeah. It's it's I a mean, really you just cool said place. Mastodon, so. I did. So I want to swim where the mastodons once. Okay. <laughs> that is interesting. <laughs> Hey, Tanya, I know that you have experienced issues when you are traveling. We both travel a lot, but you've experienced some big issues that you have actually needed to use travel insurance for. I have used travel insurance on three different occasions, both for hurricane-related and medical evacuation-related And, you know, I used to think that travel insurance was just for flying overseas or these big, massive trips, but really, they're great for domestic trips as well. So do you have a travel insurance that you would recommend? I do. AXA is my go-to travel insurance because they are the number one insurance brand for 10 consecutive years. They cover things like those medical evacuations. They also cover baggage loss, trip interruption, trip cancellation. And like, so what happens if you're in an area, especially in Florida, let's say a hurricane is coming through and everyone has to get out. Like what happens? Will they cover that if you have to suddenly leave? It's unexpected and it's nature related. Absolutely. A lot of these do cover those natural disaster related evacuations. And that helps cover things like your hotels, maybe your meals on your road. Uh, They might reimburse you for things that you've paid for that you're not getting back from the attraction itself. I would highly recommend using travel insurance anytime you are visiting the Sunshine State you, can, can you figure out how much it's going to cost? Is it easy to figure that out? You're right. They have a no obligation quote and you can go to floridatravelpod.com slash AXA to get started today. Madison Blue Springs is up next. Um, Madison Blue Springs State Park is, um, it's it's a little more foresty. So that's something I like to look at when I'm going to the springs is, you know, the shaded areas. If I'm going to be hiking, I don't particularly prefer to be walking through the wide open sunshined Florida. So this place is, they it's described as having, you know, forest around it. It's 82 feet wide, 25 feet deep with a 150 foot spring run. So that is, merges with the river. And I'm not sure if that doubles as like a lazy river the way that, was it Kelly Springs? It's Kelly yeah. Park. Yeah, Kelly Park does. And I think, I mean, it probably does. However, it may not circle, not circle, circle back, back on right. itself, then, but it may not be a close walk where you it can It merges just, with the river. Right. So yeah. So that might be a way for, I, I'm not sure. I mean, sure. that's a great place to start off a kayak run That's though, what too. I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah. And it does, you know, describe the scenic woodlands with mixed hardwoods and pines. It's very, very pretty. Might be a good picture spot if you're looking for a location to take pictures. They have picnicking, paddling, wildlife. It's it's, USA Today rated it as the number one swimming hole in the country. Wow. Right. So Madison Springs, definitely a favorite park around Florida. Um, I personally, I'm looking at their hiking trails and it doesn't, it's, it's sort of cool. Cause it looks, you know, it's a little more rustic. It's very rustic looking. I love that. I, I don't, I don't particularly like the, uh, paved trail or the, the dock or the not dock. What's it called? Um, boardwalk boardwalk as much because you don't feel like you're <laughs> in the middle of it. So this is like a dirt trail and I, I don't, I like that. That's 
that's how I feel like I'm in nature. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I mean, I like some of them that have the raised boardwalks that are up above the swampy marsh so that you can go through those areas. That's nice too. But again, this does look a little bit more rustic. They have scuba diving here too, by the way. That's amazing. I, I mean, the best, what did you say again? The best swimming, swimming hole? hole. The yeah. best swimming Number hole. Number one rated swimming hole by USA Today in the country. Okay, I have the story that I found for Wakula Springs that I was thinking of. We talked about this uh, last year sometime. I can't even remember <laughs> the episode. It was old Joe the alligator that legend had. He was 200 years old. That's uh, right. Right. He was an 11 foot, 650 pound alligator that was murdered. What, how was he murdered? Well, he was shot. Oh. <laughs> well, if you found that wandering through your backyard. I mean. How do you shoot a gator that big? Like, does the one shot even work? This The story, I'm going to link to this. The story is one of those fantastic, you know, maybe a little exaggerated, maybe just a little, you know, a single shot right behind the eyes with a 22 caliber rifle. It sounds like the movie The Great Outdoors with the, with the bear. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that makes me think of <laughs> no one will ever know for sure who killed old, old joe because the statute of limitations has expired on the what on the investigation <laughs> exactly. well, it, there wasn't invest exactly it's an alligator and they're investigating it <laughs> but he was 20 years old yes that's amazing how big was he uh, 11 feet. So I, I mean, that's not even all that big in the realm of alligators in Florida. Right, exactly. So the fact that they think he was 200 years old and he was only 11 foot when, you know, Maybe we've he, seen 14 feet, 14 foot gal alligators. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen some big, big honking alligators around. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to go to Ponce de Leon Springs. If you swim in the Ponce de Leon Springs, do you suddenly get younger? Perhaps. Ponce de I Leon. I mean, it does is, say visitors might regain their youth. Yeah, by taping. Yes, that's true. I want to swim there so I can get younger. Just because I don't want the aches and pains anymore. <laughs> this beautiful spring is named for Juan Ponce de Leon. So if you have listened to any of our episodes, especially our St. Augustine, you will know that he led the first Spanish expedition to Florida. And the legend says that he was searching for the fountain of youth. So this particular spring was named after him. Um, Let's see, where are we? So that is different than Delion Springs. So this is, you know, so there's a lot of things that are um, doubly you know, named, doubly named, but also, you know, like Wakaiva and Wakaiwa. Right. Or honoring Ponce de Leon. There's Delion Springs, which is in Deland. Ponce de Leon Springs is in, it's off of I-10. So I'm looking at, you know, it's not too far from Defuniac Springs. I, I mean, I don't even, this is like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So I have two important things. Ooh, it's, that it's even west of Tallahassee. So this is like almost to north of Panama City, north of Destin. Just a hop, skip, and a jump, and a mullet Ooh. toss to Alabama. <laughs> You'll need to listen to a different episode to find out what that means. So two things I found interesting about this spring. One is we have talked about springs a lot, and we've also mentioned that springs remain a constant 72 degrees year-round in Florida. However, Ooh. this spring is 
a constant 68 degrees Fahrenheit year-round. I mean, jumping in a 72-degree spring is already pushing it for me. (laughs) This is definitely crossing the line. Those four degrees are... That is definitely... This is what keeps you young. This is the answer. Cryogenics. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's 68 degrees as opposed to the rest of the springs in Florida at 72 degrees. I have a feeling it has to do with the fact that it's so far north compared to the others. Maybe. So the other thing I wanted to point out was um, we talked about the magnitude of springs. This one only pumps out 14 million gallons of water daily. I saw that. So that really then tells you, you know, maybe this is more average. And then that other spring, which one was it? That was the the largest. Makula? Wakula. Yeah. And Madison as well. They both no, pump. Fanning. Fanning was the 65 million. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's I a think lo- there's a lot of springs. <laughs> I know there are, and they get confusing. So <laughs> plot it out on a map. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, and again, this one has, uh, you can explore around by taking their really cool hiking trails. Um, and they have a, a swimming hole just just like the others. Um, it's just interesting because it's so much colder. So cold. <laughs> okay so that was northwest florida almost to the end almost of the panhandle. out of florida yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. yeah you're in the panhandle for sure i was purposefully looking for like the way up there ones because we stay down and the concentration of springs is typically the gainesville ocala tallahassee like that section of north florida so i was purposely trying to find ones that were well and Wakula is up there as well I mean as far as in you know when we say up there it's probably down there for most people because <laughs> and our not all of our listeners are you know in down in the depths of Florida, Florida. yeah exactly <laughs> we're, we're down in the bowels of Florida so the last spring that um I'm going to talk about today is a spring I just visited last weekend for a camping trip. We went to Rainbow Springs. I love Rainbow Springs. I know um, both of us. Some of the clearest water. I mean, we talked about these springs being clear, but I feel like Rainbow is, I mean, like see-through, crystal, crystal clear water. There's a couple of really cool things about Rainbow Springs. It is perhaps one of my favorite places to visit. So I've been down Rainbow River on tubes before. Uh, I've canoed on Rainbow River. I know you've been to Rainbow River. I have, and I've been to the Rainbow Springs State Park as well. Right, so that's what I was going to talk about. So this week I camped in the the campground in Rainbow, in Rainbow Springs. And in the campground, they have a little swimming area. They also have a launch point for tubes and kayaks. So you can benefit by camping there uh, from not having to go down the road to 15 minutes away is the state park where you can go in um, to launch or to swim in the swimming hole and all of that. Um, So we camped there. The campground is magnificent. It was so wooded and camp feeling you know I I love campgrounds like that when you really want to get the camp experience which we did we camped with a couple of other families and it was just so great our site was was paved but our neighbor's site was not so it was weird I'm not sure exactly how we ended up on a paved site because I booked it so long ago 
Um, so the campground was really, really nice. We went to the swimming hole one day. We brought some tubes with us and floated around in in the swimming hole area in the campground. If you're not careful, you will get sucked into the river. <laughs> so we were like constantly trying to battle the the current of the river in the campground. But that's a great river, though, too. I right. mean, even if you are, if you do intend to go like swimming or start off tubing and then head down the river, there are like outfitters up there that will pick you you up and yeah. bring you back. Even the too. campground has a tram. So we, nice. the second day that we were there, we went and took our tubes and went down the river, but we were a, a big group of people. So we had tubes and we also had kayaks and a paddle board with us. Nice. And so people were jumping between, but I'll tell you for, it was a hot day. Um, we started at about 10 in the morning and there was not a whole, I mean, it wasn't like a packed river the way that that river normally is. So uh, I, that was kind of nice. You were nice. there at the end of April. Yes. Yeah. And so we we went down the river. I can tell you the the view to the bottom. It's like looking in through a glass window. It, it was spectacular. And we saw otters all <gasps> over I the love river. Otters. So I haven't seen otters in a river for a while. That's fantastic. That we saw them a couple times on on different days. Um, but they were swimming with us down the river, which was really cool. We saw some turtles swimming under the water. Tons of fish. I did not see any alligators uh, on that trip. That doesn't mean that they weren't there, but we did not see them. And we had masks with us. Um, you know, you can get out and swim. You do have to be careful because it is a moving river and it moves pretty swiftly. So we were trying not to lose our tubes. <laughs> um, I had two tubes tied together uh, and one of them came untied and I had to swim. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it was fun and and beautiful. I mean, there was something really neat about this river because there's a lot of houses lined up and down the banks of the river. And so um, there was a lot of different things to look at other than nature. So I found that interesting. I and I enjoyed my trip down the river and I found like I felt like it was a um, it was nature and a little bit of history, too, because those were some old homes to look at. Okay, so Christina, I'm going to start off with our rapid fire. Are you ready? I'm I mean, ready. You're done with Rainbow Springs. I, right? I am done, but if you keep, if you I mean, me more, more, I'll keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, which one was the best swimming hole? That was Madison. 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 Number Blue one Springs, rated. Yeah. Which again, Madison Blue Springs, not to be confused with Blue Spring in Deland. Yeah, please do your research before you go, and don't blame us if you end up in the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> But I need to go spend a day at Wakula Springs. This is not the first time we've talked about it. This is not the first time you've mentioned it to me, but I even heard about it from a friend on my recent trip in Puerto Rico. We were talking about Wakula Springs. You were? We were. We were. And so I definitely need to get up there. And then, I mean, I want to just even look into Devil's Den, even if I'm not scuba certified, I want to look at it. Yeah. I want to just be around it. That would be really a really cool visit. So my my top is definitely Devil's Den because I've always wanted to go there. I've had a little bit of a fear of it. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but I don't know if it's the fact that it's a dry cave, um, but I'd love to do some, I'd love to dive there, but I'm not a great diver in the spring. So snorkel. Um, I want to go to Madison Blue Springs and I kind of want to touch the water at Ponce Leon, even though I know <laughs> that there's very, very, very slim chance Again, I'll get in. That's the secret to your youth, Christina. <laughs> the cold cryogen. <laughs> 
And now it's time for our featured Florida product of the week. Each week we share our favorite Florida products from small businesses throughout the state. Christina, what do you got for me? (laughs) For the Grinch out there who prefers to skip the sugary, calorie-laden holiday treats, I don't know why that would be called a Grinch. I'm not a Grinch and I don't like the sugary stuff. But we have Hale Groves. Hale Groves has Florida favorite gift boxes that feature Florida-grown oranges and fruity snacks and refreshing choices that are not sugary sweet. So you can, if you want to give a gift that is not sugar and cakes. That is a and fresh from Florida kind exactly. of place, right? And they're located in Vero Beach. So we'll put the link for that in our show notes. All right. Stay tuned to the end to find out where, we're, where we are going next week. Please don't forget to follow us on the, all the socials. We have Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, or you can find us at floridatravelpod.com where we are sharing all of our stuff from recent travels. We've been doing a lot of that lately. If you've experienced something we haven't talked about, please let us know and comment with anything that you might want to add to any of the places that we have posted about for ideas and other things to do. You can reach out to us on email at hello at floridatravelpod.com. You can support us by following us or leaving us a review on your favorite podcast player. This really does help others discover our content. And if you enjoy our content, consider supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash floridatravelpod and we're going to give you stuff like shout outs, postcards, stickers, and more. And if you support us, it really does allow us to dedicate more time to research and discover the best content from the Sunshine State. We have a guest next week. We do have a guest next week. We're going to talk about some cruise ports in Florida. Cruising's a popular thing to do, right? It and is. <laughs> just about everyone hits Florida at some point. So we're going to talk about what to do. But that is it for this week. I'm Tanya. And I'm Christina. Stay sunny, everyone. 